Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. looks like Adam Frazier is going to be a member of the National League All-Star team. Brian Reynolds should be a member of that same team. That remains to be seen. I'll tell you this about both of them. Nothing is more impressive than how they have blocked out pretty much everything around them and continued to excel. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning from Denver. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Penguins. Pirates lost here yesterday 6-2. They had a horrendous series, really. I, I don't want to use words like that routinely. But when you score two runs over three games at Coors Field, when you put out a lineup, oh, that lineup from four to eight, that might have been the worst I've seen in my lifetime. Not an exaggeration. And you're listening to someone who has paid attention to the Pirates for an actual lifetime. Ben Gamble was at cleanup. Like, I don't even need to go on. Philip Evans, Kevin Newman, and Ka'ai Tom. Uh, uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. The two guys up at the top who've been leading this team offensively for whatever that's worth, meaning in terms of value to the team winning games, just never stop. Just never stop. Here's this game with the worst lineup you've ever seen. The Pirates come up with five hits, two by Frazier, two by Reynolds. One of Frazier's was a was a double that he blasted. He almost hit another one out of the ballpark. That was an out. Reynolds did hit one out. 454 feet, understanding, you know, we're a mile high here, but still. And these guys have never stopped. There's been no slump. There's been no setbacks of any kind. They just keep going, and they don't get down about what's going on around them. One of the nice things about, oh, I mean, among many, many things that's nice about the pandemic situation loosening can talk to these guys you know we're, we're down on the field I can interact with them and, and I did a lot of that on this trip and one of my focal points here in Denver was was Reynolds and he's he's just impressed me a lot um, I, I tease him about his 
early spring training semi-rant about how he was just going to forget all about 2020 and he didn't want to have even any questions asked about 2020, which seemed at the time extremely out of character for him. I know who I am, he said. Well, he was right. 2019 Reynolds, rookie Reynolds, was the real Reynolds, except for one thing. He's actually better now. This is some of what he had to say after the game here yesterday. Yeah, I saw the first two pitches, two sliders. I saw him well and just sold out sold out for heater and I got it. What a ball player. And you know what? Now we know. Now we know. We've seen it with our own eyes. What character. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by the North Shore Tavern. It's located very conveniently right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Now, if you're heading to any of the seven games that are coming up now the next seven days on the North Shore, you'll see that there's a lot of buzz around North Shore Tavern. And just to give you a, a, a better visual of it, this is right on the corner of Federal and General Robinson Street. So it's right across from the actual team headquarters, the Pirates team headquarters. You'll see a lot of action around there. And I'm here to tell you that there's also a lot of action to be had and a lot of fun to be had by going there anytime, not just when it's games. Uh, the place is covered with Pirates memorabilia 365 days a year. It's sort of steak on a stone, which you've probably already heard about. And it's a great place to watch a road game with fellow Pirates fans. North Shore Tavern, right across from PNC Park. Frazier, it almost seems silly offering praise for him at this point. You can make a case that he's been he's been the best hitter in the National League. You know? And I understand the you know the home run numbers um, haven't certainly been up there, but in terms of consistency, in terms of productivity, getting on base, hitting the ball in a year where almost no one is doing that very thing. That is its own level of incredible. But he has a similar personality to Reynolds in that he doesn't let stuff around him bother him. Sure, he wants to win. Sure, Reynolds wants to win. You see their reactions on those occasions when the Pirates do have some success. You saw how they were over the past weekend in St. Louis when things were a thousand times better than what just happened here in Denver. But the ability to block that out, to not worry about the rest of the lineup or who's my support, because Colin Moran was supposed to be the cleanup guy for everybody and he just keeps getting hurt. These guys just never stopped. They literally never took their eye off the ball. I, I can't say enough good things about them. When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. It's time for just one question. 
And today's comes from Carl Regal, who asks, Hey, DK, what is your take on the shortstop from California for number one, Marcelo Mayer? He seems to have overtaken everyone on the prospects list. Plus, he is big. Yeah, he is. And he has taken the number one spot on almost every list that's out there. And I know and understand that that has some people frustrated because we get to see Kumar Rocker. We get to see Jack Leiter. They're on TV. Rocker was on last night. Actually, he did not have a good outing at all. But at least we see them. We hear their names. They're real. And then you combine that with all of the nutting stuff, you know, and 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 whatever terrible thing he's going to do to damage the coming draft, um, as if owners have any impact whatsoever on a draft that comes with a draft cap. And the Pirates always spend every single penny, and Ben Charrington has publicly committed to doing that for as long as he is GM. But I digress. Marcelo Mayer is uh, bigger, as you mentioned. He's 6'3". Uh, kind of filled out for a high school kid. He's uh, 190. Uh, he has tremendous athleticism for the position, that means when you're a shortstop and you're young that you can stay at the position. Sometimes scouts will use terminology like he can stay at the position for a long time. Uh, they view shortstop as a position that comes with an expiration date, not when you get to the majors, but even before that. Like they'll say, you know, you can have this kid. And he'll be able to cover shortstop for you through A ball, maybe into double A. But after that, you're going to seriously want to consider moving him to second base. That's what they're talking about. They see Mayer as a shortstop. The comparable that gets thrown out most commonly as it relates to Mayer, Carl, is Seeger, the Dodgers shortstop of the past few years. Real similar path. Uh, high school kid, had the same kind of build, showed not only productivity with the bat, but also pop. Uh, every team likes to have a shortstop in this mold, but I'm going to say this one for the millionth time. The only discussion as it relates to positions in the draft that ever matters is pitching versus position player. If you have yourself a shortstop, or let's say Leo Verpiguero, the outstanding so far shortstop prospect who's with Class A Greensboro, was one of the prospects that was picked up in the Starling Marte trade. Let's say Piguero is the guy. Let's say he comes to Pittsburgh and he's like, no, man, this is my position. Well, great. You know what you do with Mayer then? You put him on the trade market and you get yourself some pitchers. I mean, this really doesn't have to be all that uh, NFL mindset, which I think is another misconception. Not you, Carl. I think that a misconception that a lot of people have is that all drafts are alike, and they're not. They're not. The baseball draft is by far the most different of all of the drafts 
in professional sports. The players take forever to get here. They change positions all the time. And so, so, so many more things can go wrong between the time you pick them and the time that you, well, hope that they make it. I appreciate the question, Carl. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll do another one tomorrow. Thank you.